As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Alright guys, so look, if you're trying to reach a larger audience, we need you guys to advertise with Rants and Gems. We are the number one real estate podcast out yeah. here, and we have an amazing audience of people that would love to service and work with your businesses, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. So we need you guys to email Jordana at RantsandGems.com. She's going to handle everything. We're going to make sure that your, your ads and your business get seen to the world. So email Jordana at RantsandGems.com. Let's go. Welcome, welcome, welcome back to another incredible episode of the Rants and Gems podcast. My name is Matt Garland, NMLS number 58700, better known as MG the Mortgage Guy. And my name is Kiana Watson, license number 317576, broker extraordinaire, and we are ready to jump right into it today, right? Look, Jordana, I mean, Jordana's ready. I'm ready. Yana's <laughs> ready. Tooks is ready. Listen, gem droppers, drop some gems in the comments if you guys are ready for tonight's episode. This is going to be incredible, to say the least. I would say, to say the least, incredible. This is going to be a game changer for so many people. And it's just like, this is like excellence at its finest, you guys. To get this information from the person that owns the company and to be able to learn more about his history, who he is and what he has contributed to the world of real estate. It's about to be mind blowing. I want you guys to get your pen and paper out, prepare yourself to take notes, but also tag people, tag 10 people you feel need to understand and know more about this mortgage product and about the real estate industry so they can join in. Do not be selfish with this information. No, please don't be selfish. You and Kiana, everybody knows that me and Kiana are home ownership advocates. Um, we preach ownership at the highest level online, especially in our community. And tonight is going to be nothing different. But first, 
you know, I, I want to share some slides with you guys. You know, we like to give y'all some visuals at the at the same time. Shout out to the Garland Group, Garland Media Group out here making these slides. Shout out to Garland Media Group for me. I need to side projects for Ken Watson. Where, where, where? You already know okay, what it is. So where, is my, where is my video? Where oh, coming soon. Coming soon. Coming soon. Totes, get on it. <laughs> All right, so look, let's show you guys some quick visuals real quick, right? And this is why we're having this conversation today is because the wealth gap, the racial wealth gap in real estate is real. I know a lot of you guys listen to these people on the internet that tell you don't buy no real estate, you should wait, blah, 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 blah. Here at Rants and Gems, we always tell you don't wait to buy real estate, buy real estate and wait, and we have to close this racial wealth gap, Right. Look at these numbers. Men lie, women lie. Numbers don't, Kiana. Numbers never lie. And when you look at the home ownership rates, they are astounding to me. Black home ownership is at a 43.4%, and it remains lower than it was a decade ago, right? But when you're looking at other races, let's talk about white people, the white race. They literally have 30 percentage points above us. They're at 72 percent. So a lot of times when I hear so many people talking about, listen, you know, we don't need to purchase. White people have more wealth than black people. And that's because they actually own more. Specifically, they'll own more real estate, real estate. And because of redlining and things that happened in the past. Yes, it's going to take us a while to catch up. Meanwhile, there are other races like the Hispanic race. How is it? Look at them. The Hispanic race, their home ownership is higher than ours. They're at 50%. Yeah. Yeah. So other races that are minorities as well are taking advantage of programs and believe in home ownership while black people are still, we, we still question everything, you know? No, hundred percent. Listen, we have 43%, which remains lower than it was a decade ago. So where we went backwards, Mm -hmm. <laughs> we went 10 years ago and a Hispanic home ownership rate 10 years ago was around the same percentage points um, that we are um, today. And they've made progress. Obviously, the Asian community has made progress, progress and obviously the white community is continuing to believe in ownership. But for whatever reason, our community has not. So and again, we understand the problems, right? We understand the redlining, discrimination, racism definitely plays a part of it but it's also our own mindset because we get in our own way sometimes oh my yes we get in our own way and i see like we saw the comments everybody wants to tussle nobody wants to accept <laughs> they want to tussle everybody want to tussle everybody wants to fight in the comments they're even fighting in these comments right now instead of just saying i want to believe in ownership yes there's an opportunity for me to use a program so i can have low money out of pocket and buy me a home it's like everything's a scam interest rates are too high we come up with every excuse in the book to not advance to not own property and i don't understand why i don't understand why but Look, we're here. I got to make sure I fix house economics, make sure it's in good, clear view. But, <laughs> but I look. Wait to get my book out. <laughs> <laughs> when my book come out, believe me, I'm putting it on my phone. <laughs> <laughs> but look, that's why we're having this conversation today. Uh, make sure y'all smash that like button. Again, share this out to 100 people. All right. 
share this out. But now, without further ado, I want to bring on our special get our special guest, Mr. Ben Slayton, who's a 55-year veteran of the mortgage industry who has built several mortgage and mortgage-related companies and sold them to public traded companies. Currently, Ben is the president and CEO of Legacy Home Loans, a mortgage banking firm whose mission is to increase home ownership to of black Americans. Slayton was also the first black realtor in America in 1964, the first black owner broker of century of a Century 21 franchise in 1968, the first of any race to be approved as a Freddie Mac multifamily program plus seller servicer in the US in 1986. Look, man, this man is a certified legend. He's a legend. He <laughs> certified a living legend. And a lot of you guys didn't even know who he was. And you know what? That's our responsibility, right? To give exposure to those that deserve it and people that have been pioneers in this industry and have opened the door for us to really mm -hmm. get to where we are. So you guys got to know that this man is coming from experience. He yeah. is a realtor. Now he's on the mortgage side. So when he speaks, you need to listen. Okay, what I, and you heard the queen. So without further ado, we're going to bring in the man, the myth, the legend, Mr. Ben Slayton to Rants and Gems. Mr. Ben, how are you today? Fine. Thank you very much for asking me to be on. And I'm really proud and, and honored to be here with you. We're honored to have you here. Thank you for your time. We know you're a busy man. And um, so we're going to get right to this, right? Um, I'm going to share some more slides. And I want to I want to break this down and I want to give the audience a visual. So first, let's let's let me get the share screen up here nice and properly for the people. OK, so we want to we, we want to break this down to a to a T. Uh. Yeah. And let's just talk about it. So your company, Legacy Home Loans, you have a mission of closing the black home ownership gap by launching this new SPCP loan program called Closing the Gap, right? So what we want you to do is we want you to tell us about it. Tell us about, you know, the guidelines. And really, I know this is a passion project. And what made you decide to launch this particular program? Well, um, it's the, let, me, let me explain what the SPCP really means and what it's all about. Um, now, this is, it, it, it seems like it's brand new, but this was approved to be done 30 years ago. Wow. However, no bankers were uh, willing to do it. Um, and um, since there uh, has been some changes within uh, uh, Fannie Mae and Freddie Mac, the, the overseer of Freddie Mac and, and, and uh, uh, Fannie Mae, uh, happens to be a black woman. Mm. And uh, she championed this to get this out uh, so that it could be done. Um, and it's, it, it's a special, special purpose credit program. That's what the SPC uh, means or what the uh, acronym is. Um, and it's it is available, uh, made available by the Equal Credit Opportunity Act, which passed back in the, uh, in the 70s. So this is something that existed for quite some time. But in order like for us to, to sell our loans, we can't sell a loan that uh, the secondary market won't buy. So we have to go along with the program and now they're willing to buy it now, but we are the only ones that are 
uh, I guess, unapologetic enough to say, hey, this we're going to do a loan just for our people, hmm. built for our people. And that's really what it's all about. Under the federal laws and lenders, are, you know, it's permitted today to be able to do it. You know, some people think that it's against uh, the fair lending laws, but it is not. And uh, our uh, the CFPB, the Consumer Financial Protection Bureau, uh, is our, uh, as a uh, lender, they're our uh, regulators. And they have put out a, uh, an opinion um, that this is legal and it will, and it does not violate uh, the Fair Housing Act. So we're, we're in good shape. We don't have to be concerned about it at all. So let me ask you this, Ben. You know, Bank of America announced a SPCP program um, a couple weeks ago, um, and their program was designated for, quote unquote, minority communities, specifically black and Hispanic. Mm -hmm. Right. And a lot of people wondered why they were targeting those neighborhoods. You know, do you think, you know, because there's a lot of conspiracy theories out there. Why? Why wouldn't. Bank of America say instead of black or Hispanic communities, why wouldn't they say black or Hispanic borrowers instead? If this is legal, um, to do according to all the rules and regulations. I'm glad that you recognize the the, the difference. They they're talking about a community, and we're talking about people. Okay, sure. uh, the difference uh, is uh, the banks. And I, and I won't use the name, I'll just say banks. The banks require are required to lend money in the minority communities. But usually what they do, they don't have, you know, they're not willing to put a, a, a branch in, in, the, in the community and they don't normally uh, make the loans uh, throughout the year. But in order to, they, they're required to have a percentage of their, of their loan portfolio in the minority community. And, and really, since they don't have a large staff of uh, minority uh, originators, they have to, it's called a CRA uh, law, and they are trying to fulfill the regulation so that they can grow their bank. If, if they do not pass the CRA uh, uh, requirements, then they won't be able to buy other banks and to build other banks uh, you know, to open other branches. But when you see that uh, the Bank of America is saying, or the large banks are saying, we'll, we'll lend our money into this, this area. Uh, what we do is we have chosen a, an area, 51% African-American population, wherever there's 51% uh, African-American population, they have to live there but they do not have to buy there. That's the difference. Uh, mm. with, with, uh, with, with the large banks, they are fulfilling their responsibility for the, for the law. I'm, I'm filling the responsibility of our people to give our people the, the ability to buy wherever it is that they want to buy. But so we're trying to help uh, instead of building a, a, a larger a minority community, um, in, in one location, we want people to buy wherever they want to buy. Otherwise, we're talking about 100 years ago where people were restricting. They had deed restrictions restricting us to be uh, that we couldn't buy in certain locations. That's why our program says you buy anywhere you want to buy. Wow. Where? 
amazing. That's incredible. It's incredible because it's such a big difference. You're saying we're going to give you a loan made for you and your demographic, but you can actually use this loan to purchase anywhere. You're not like, you know, zeroing in on specific areas, which is big, a big difference for a lot of these other programs. Hope you guys are taking notes. I really do, because we 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 heard, we saw the comments. We saw the comments. And now I'm glad that he is here to set the record straight. So when you're talking about this initiative that you have and you guys are looking to close the gap, tell us more about, you know, how you're going to manage this program and why you chose these six test markets that you have chosen, which are for you guys to know, Atlanta, Chicago, Baltimore, Detroit, Memphis, Tennessee, and Philadelphia. Okay. Well, we chose those because those are uh, highly populated uh, black communities uh, and, and even black states. Um, and we, we wanted to make, you know, uh, anything you do in, with the government, you've got to prove yourself. So they're not going to say, okay, let's just do this all over the country. We, we got to prove that this will work. And we have a three-year agreement that we're going to look at this program over a three-year period and then decide, uh, make determination whether it was successful or not. And uh, we chose those six cities, definitely uh, Atlanta being the mecca of all of all the United States. <laughs> I mean, what more can I say? Atlanta, Atlanta we, we, we won. We set the trends. And oh, boy, here we go. I'm going to say that in, in partnership with you, Ben, I, I'm, I look forward to closing many deals with my company, Watson Realty Co. I would love to close as many so we can set the tone that this program works. We're yeah, ready. We're, we're going to do it. I mean, you know, this... This is this is this program is just one program that we have. I mean, we we are the largest nationwide mortgage black mortgage banking company in the country. Okay, the only one. Mm -hmm. um, and you know, we our goal is to become the household word word in for for mortgages in the black community. Period. Okay, and the only way we can do that is to be nationwide and you know our community is divided into several different uh, segments we've got people that need down, down payment assistance we've got uh, regular people that you know sort of the earth as you say uh, people that you know have a good clean jobs and they are doing the best they can to keep things going and then you have the professionals uh, and then you have these supermodels and the super, uh, the, the athletes, you know, and all these people that make, you know, boo gods of money. Um, and we have to serve the entire community if we're going to be the number one company that black people think about when they want to become uh, a homeowner. I, I love it, Ben. I love it. So after three year period, um, if the program is successful, you, you will be able to open this up nationwide to all the states that Legacy Home Loans is licensing, correct? Well, no, no, not quite. Uh, we plan on opening it up as we grow. Huh. As, we as we prove that the market works and, 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 and everyone is accepting the, the, the product, uh, we have some st stability and sustainability in people making their payments on time. Uh, we will open it up wherever there's 51% or higher 
African-American population in, in every city. Mm. So, I love that. I love that. So let's get into the program, because I know that's what a lot of people are interested in, is yeah. want to know the program description, right? So eligible properties is only single family residents and condos currently. Will you be entertaining multifamilies with, with this type we will of be, We will be entertaining multifamilies from two units to four units. Once, once you get to five units and above, that's a commercial loan. Correct. We are residential lenders, and we will we only make loans from two uh, from one to four units. So, when you do the two to four units, will you will there be the same requirements as far as down payment one percent? No, it, it probably will move to five percent. Okay. Uh, there's there's I mean again we still have to work with our our investors where who we sell our loans to. But let me let me make that kind of clear here. Uh, the difference between a bank. And a mortgage banker, a bank so, so, uh, accepts money from you and me as deposits. We put it into their bank for safekeeping. And they take our money and they lend that money out to us to, to for mortgage loans, okay, using our money. Uh, a mortgage banker cannot do that. A mortgage banker does not have the ability to accept uh, cash from you to for savings. So we have to use our own funds um, to to uh, make the loan. And then we have to sell that loan into the secondary market. And we get the cash back so that we can make another loan. And it, it just continues result, uh, revolve over and over again, where a bank can sit back and uh, wait till we deposit more money in and then they can lend it out. So it makes a big difference when um, you're talking about the operations of a bank and the operations of a mortgage banker. Mm, love it. So right now, only for first is for first-time home buyers and repeat first-time home buyers who currently rent in the first in that first six cities. Now, the repeat first-time home buyers is basically someone who hasn't owned a property in the past three years. Correct. That is correct. Right. Okay. They may have had some uh, financial problems. They may have had a foreclosure, they may have had um, a bankruptcy or something, and there's waiting periods for each one of those uh, mm -hmm. issues that they may have had. But if they haven't owned a property in the last three years, they become a first-time home buyer. Okay, perfect. No investment properties for this program, only primary residents, correct? Only primary residents, yes. What's the occupancy requirement, one year? No, um, there's no uh, occupancy requirement. Uh, you can't make a person stay in a house uh, because you gave them a loan. Um, you, what, what happens is if you, if, if a borrower, uh, if we sell our loan to, to an investor and the borrower uh, decides to, uh, to pay off the loan, mm -hmm. we have to pay, repay that money back to our investor. Correct. If uh, a loan uh, goes into default within the first six months of, of, uh, of the origination of that loan, we have to pay that money back. Mm -hmm. So it's, uh, there's, there's no time period that a person has to live in. Uh, the, uh, the one year situation uh, you know, depends on what kind of loan it is, but uh, there's, there's no definite time, you know, sometimes, uh, people may uh, 
get transferred on their job or whatever, uh, and they're able to to move. Uh, so there, there's no time period that uh, nothing in stone anyway. Okay, good to know, Kiana. Anything? Yeah, I was gonna. I was really gonna expand on that a little bit more. So it's it's like you. It, this is backed by it's FHA loan, conventional loan. Um, no, it's it's a con it's a conventional loan. Perfect. Um, and it's it's going to be sold to Fannie Mae. Okay. So I had a few people I had a few people ask us that. So it is conventional. Mm -hmm. Um sold to Fannie Mae. And this is the most important part to me. There is no income limit. So when there's no income limit, someone could be making a lot of money or you know the average dollar amount and still qualify for this program. Yes. Uh you know, when I grew up uh Doctors lived in the same community uh, as as the truck driver, okay. Uh, and you know, you know, the doctors making more money than the truck driver, but they lived in the same community. Uh, this is the same thing. People living fifty one percent in fifty one percent African American population in a, in a community, you're going to have people making more money. You're going to have people making less money, but there's no limits on the uh, income that a person can earn in order to qualify for this program. I love that. I love that. You know, I, what I love about that, because a lot of the programs that come out, it's always geared towards, you know, you have to make 80% of the area medium income, right? Yes. And when you look at, you know, even for Atlanta, for that, that matter, right? Atlanta is not the same Atlanta was five years ago. Absolutely not. Atlanta, Atlanta, what's the average purchase price now, Kiana? The average purchase price right now is $428,000 in the metro Atlanta area. And when you look at that three years ago, it was right around 287000 So we have grown significantly and our salaries are growing. We have more entrepreneurs here, more people that have a primary job and then have a side job, right? So the incomes are higher, yet and still these people are still looking for some type of relief when it comes to buying their first property. So I'm glad that we have a program in place where they can live anywhere. You can make any amount of income and you'll be able to purchase whether you want to be on the north side, south side or east side, because a lot of these other programs are area specific and most of them are in areas that may not be as desirable as others. But also the income, right? When you look at the income, that 80% of the area media income I mean, let's call a spade a spade. That might wind up being about forty, fifty thousand. So, how is someone going to buy a house and afford the house? It doesn't work. It doesn't work, and it almost kind of feels like the banks are trying to set people up for failure, Ben. Um, and that's why I like about your program is where you're giving people, hey, if you make a hundred thousand, three hundred thousand, if you can meet the DTI requirements and you can really afford it, then we'll lend you, get you this program if you're buying in these specific areas. You know, and, and even if, uh, if 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 this program doesn't work for a borrower, um, you know, we have hundreds of programs. Um, we our our loan officers uh, are just as competitive as any company in the country. Hmm. Any company in the country. So we are we have what we call all the tickets. Okay, we have Fannie Mae approval, Freddie Mac approval, HUD approval. Uh, VA approval, USDA approval, and we're one of the only 25% of all mortgage bankers in the country uh, just have Jenny May. Uh, now, that's something, you, that's not a term that you hear a lot because very few companies have it. Mm -hmm. uh, we are Jenny May approved as well. 
Jenny May is, is, is we can sell all of our uh, government loans to Jenny May um, mm. rather than uh, trying to sell it to uh, a bank or something, something or an investor. No, I love it. You guys have a, you know, a, a lot of tools in your toolbox, so to speak. Right. A lot so, of tools in your toolbox. And with this program and we're leading to now, we know they have no income limit and they only have to put one percent down. Um, and does this fluctuate at all? No, it's a one percent down payment for the borrower. Um, and, um, you know, it's if you can uh, gain one percent, it doesn't take you very long to uh, accumulate one percent. Uh, you know, if, if you're living in an apartment, we'll even have we have ways to teach you how to save save up the one percent. So it's a great thing. Let me ask you this, Ben. What do you say to the people out there that's saying, well, it's a, the, the timing of this program seems kind of kind of conspicuous, right? You, it's a recession, a quote unquote recession looming. Um, the market is, according to a lot of people, is going to crash. And interest rates are higher, but yet you're requiring someone to only put 1% down. There's a lot of people out there that might feel these type of programs coming out in this type of climate is almost kind of setting people up for failure to foreclose or to be underwater. What's your thoughts on that? Well, I mean, that, I, I think that is a school of thought. But, um, you know, when, when someone wants to get into a home uh, and, and get into home ownership, we're looking at sustainable home, home ownership. And that's why we have built into our program a pre-counseling uh, program and a post-counseling program. We're going to check on our borrowers every quarter. Mm. How are you doing? You know, you know that you're still working. Uh, you're having difficulties with, with, with making payments, whatever. Uh, we see that we check your uh, payments. Usually everyone has a, a rhythm. You know, uh, we pay our bills uh, probably five or six days before the, the payment is due. There are people that pay their payments right on the first of the month. There are people that pay their payments right on the fifth of the month. Mm -hmm. Now, what we can do, we can look at that those payment uh, habits. And let's say that they're accustomed to paying their, their bills on the first of the month. And they pay it first on the month, first of the month, first of the month. And then we look at one month and it came in on the 15th of the month. We're gonna, They're going to get a phone call. Mm. What happened? Um, is there something that, you know, we need to know about so that we can help you keep your home, keep you in here. Um, so having sustainable uh, home ownership is, is, is what we, we do. Um, I, I don't do this for money. Uh, this is uh, something that I would, I would do this job if I wasn't making a penny. Mm, I love it. I love it. So what are the interest rates on this program? Is it because most people, again, speculation is when you're doing these type of programs, um, your interest rate is going to be higher than the marketplace. What's, well, the, what's the rates for someone with a 620? Because it says credit score requirement is a minimum of 620, but they'll receive the same interest rate as a person with a 680. Okay. Um, it all depends. You know, you, what happened on the interest rates, the... Um, the interest rates depending on what's going on each day. I mean, I could tell you that the interest rates is uh, five and five and three quarters today. Tomorrow they may be six uh, percent. Um, but 
one of the things that uh, Fannie Mae wanted built into the program is that we could not add on any, nothing could be included in the rate. Mm. The rate is a raw rate. So mm. uh, whatever the rate is that day, that's the rate. Um, and and uh, a lot of the down payment assistance programs, uh, that's how they do, they do, do theirs. They add the money into the rate uh, so that it, it's being paid back through the rate. Ours is not that way, period. I love it. So you basically get a market, whatever the market is at that time, you're going to get a market interest rate. Whether you have a 620 credit score, 720 credit score, it's pretty much going to be an even playing oh, field. Great. Well, no, you're going to get a better interest rate uh, if, it's, if you got a 720 score. Okay. Um, but your, 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 your rate is going to be no less than what it would be if you had a 680 score, although you have a 620 score. Copy. So, the, so below 680, you still get priced out at 680. That's correct. Okay. okay. Makes Perfect. sense. Makes both sense and sense. Well, now, PMI. Do you have PMI on this loan? It does have PMI. What okay. we've done is is we are are, are contracting with uh, one PMI company, so that the rate is the same in every every city. Um, so we don't have uh, PMI is something that goes up and down depending on uh, where where you are and what's going on. Uh, but we are getting one rate on that. Uh, on that program. So what, what is the rate? Well, it, it depends. Uh, it, it, it graduates from the, the uh, loan to value. Uh, okay. Now, some people are going to put 3% down, some, you know, or 3.5% down, not mm -hmm. just necessarily 1%. Uh, so... Yeah, that was going to be my question to you, right? Because a lot of people, when they see like zero down payment or 1% down payment, they feel as if like that's the end all be all, but you can still put down 5%, 10% and still use this program, correct? Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, you know, again, the more you put down, the less your payments are going to be, you know, but, and you know, again, getting in, getting in uh, the game is the most important thing. And, and you can't build home ownership. You can't build equity. You can't build, uh, money uh or, or 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 value and and and, and worth uh without getting into the game you got to get into the game and this is what we're trying to do is to help people get in uh now there are some like yourself that might be able to put 10 percent down 20 percent down that's that's great you know but uh there are going to be some of us that can't afford that we will take the one percent and can I ask another question? And hopefully you have this answer. And this is coming from an, a real estate agent represent, representation standpoint. Um, what are your timelines to close this loan? Because there's many programs that are out here, but because they take 60 days and 90 days to close, they're really not competitive when it comes to being in the marketplace. So on average, how long could someone expect to close on this loan? Well, our average closing time on all of our loans, no matter what kind of uh, loan it is, um, it's 20, it's 27 days mm. uh, to close. And we are working at trying to get it to be 21 days. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, it's, there's no reason that it should take two months to close uh, a loan because you are having a 1% down payment. There's no difference. We, and not only that, what we're doing is we are pre approving the borrowers ahead of time mm. so that 
when it comes time, once once you get pre-approved, all you, all it takes is now collecting the documents, and, now, and it's being approved by an underwriter, not by a loan officer. A mm -hmm. loan officer does pre-qualification. Yes. A, a underwriter does pre-approval. Okay. Once so you get that pre-approval, uh, you're ready to close if you can provide all the documents that the underwriter said that they would want in order to make this happen. Okay, so you're getting pre-approved, fully underwritten, prior to you finding a contract with this closing the gap program. In 27 days to close, that yeah. sounds like a winner to me. Yeah, not, not only this program, but I mean, it's whatever program it is. Um, you know, it's it's still you 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 can't. Uh, the realtors need to be able to know that if they have a uh, a sale that. They can depend on you closing that loan and closing that loan on time. Absolutely. Absolutely. And Ben, now that you've spoken more on the loan, and I know you have several loan products, but our people, they have come for this specific 1% down. Mm -hmm. um, when they are going to apply for this loan, um, what do you recommend? Like we already tell them like to have your package ready, have your employment ready, but we have a lot of entrepreneurs, right? How would you guys rate an entrepreneur and qualify for this loan where they may not receive pay subs every two weeks? They may just only have their tax returns. How are you guys going to allow them to still get this loan? Because we are seeing some differences in underwriting when you are an owner, you know, a, a owner of your business. Yeah, if, if you're self-employed, I mean, you, your tax returns, that's part of what, again, we don't teach our, our people about how to run a business. We run our business, uh, we typically run our business uh, where we don't pay taxes. I love to pay taxes. <laughs> we all. <laughs> yes. One of us want to get caught up by the IRS. We're okay. going to pay them. Yeah, I love to pay taxes. I know if I pay taxes, I made the money. Okay. Yeah. So, uh, but you still, I mean, if you got to have. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Two years uh, in, in, uh, for self-employment. Um, and you're going to need tax returns to prove this is what you, you, know, what you earn. Um, and some, some people write off everything that they, you know, that they have. 
Uh, and that's going to be a difficult loan to do, no doubt, because uh, you need to show and prove that the money that you earn is actually earned and shown on, on a tax return. Good, good question. And one more question for you, and this is just coming from again. I'm, I'm really talk your realtor talk, talk, girl. Talk that realtor talk. Let's go. A lot of times, like we're telling them that they need to have one percent down. Are you requiring them to have reserves? And reserves are like I've seen programs are like, listen, yeah, all we need is this amount down, but we want to see three months reserves um, of the mortgage saved in your bank account. Do they have to have reserve, or is that on a case by case basis? It's a case by case basis. Okay. Uh, you know. Uh, when you have a uh, 50, 50 uh, back end ratio, um, meaning you know that uh, you're paying fifty percent of your uh, income to make the house payment, um, yeah, we want a couple of months reserves. Uh, but uh, it, again, it, it, there's no uh, underwriting is not a science. Okay. You know, you have to look at how uh, people take care of their business. And uh, if, if, if a person taking care of their business and they're paying in on time, paying their bills on time, maybe, you know, we say that, you know, 620 is the lowest, but I don't think our average uh, FICO score for our borrowers is uh, 695. Mm. Okay. Mm. Um, so, you know, and, and that means in order to get an average of 695, you, you've got you've got some 800 uh, FICO scores in there. Uh, in order to uh, get that up to that point. So to average it that, at that point. So. I love it. So Ben, what about two, two part question here? Um, and then I want to kind of transition into your history and your past, sure. but closing costs. I know you, you said it was closing cost assistance or, or reduced closing costs um, for this program. And then also, can you stack like another down payment assistant program with this closing the gap? Um, product. Yeah, I really wish you could, but you can on this particular product. Okay. okay. It's it's one percent down period, uh, and you cannot use other uh, programs. Now, uh, you can get a gift, forty uh, okay. percent, uh, but uh, you you can't uh, use another company uh, in. Uh, get, what do you call it, a grant or whatever to, to go on top of this. And I have okay. one more question. Wait, hold on, hold on. I want to hear about the closing costs. Hold on. Oh, yeah. oh, closing costs. Um, you, uh, we, we are doing free appraisals, oh. which is part of the closing costs. Um, we are giving $1,000 uh, back or credit to the borrower for, uh, for, for, for their title insurance. Nice. Um, so it's, it's, it, it does have closing costs. But those two factors kind of reduces it by, uh, I'd say, uh, almost 40%. Okay. And one of my questions, and I know I'm very familiar with a lot of programs, especially the ones here in the metro Atlanta area. And the fine print says a person can't have a certain dollar amount saved in their bank account. So let's just say I came to you and I want to get this program, but I have $50,000 saved. Do I still qualify or do we not does that is that an unqualifying factor? It is not. Uh, you can have a hundred thousand dollars in your account, and you live within the census tract that we have established in in Atlanta, or mm -hmm. in, in any of the six, six cities. Uh, we, you know, all that's going to do is make it make our underwriting much easier. Because, right. You know, you've got reserves. We don't have to worry about you uh, making the payment. You're going to make the payment. 
And these are for just um, single family homes. They could buy new construction, right? But this would not be a new construction loan. They could purchase new construction from a builder, correct? They can buy it. They can go get it from a builder as long as that uh, they, they live within the census tract. Got it. Got it. Love it. New home, uh, old home, whatever. Uh, it doesn't matter. I love this. This so far, look for me. We've been talking about this. These are just my questions that I come up with when I'm meeting with lenders for my company. So, um, and this is the questions that I'm asking when a lender comes to me with a new program. Like, all right. right. So for me, this has been a lot of information, and that's why I kept the slides up there longer than we normally do because I wanted people to kind of be able to like visualize it, screenshot it, save it, write down their notes because this was a a, a, a nice lesson on this closing the gap program and my personal opinion of it, you know, after speaking to Nick, speaking to you today, Ben, I think this is a home run for our community. Me personally. Me too. I think it's a home run. And I had someone talking about the limits, the purchase price limits, but I would imagine they're the same limits that you have for any conventional loan in the area. Correct. That is correct. Fannie Mae, Freddie Mac uh, limits uh, mm -hmm. apply. So your loan limit is going to depend on your area. You can look up your loan limits easily by researching conventional loan limits in whatever city you're in. Um, so I just think that is a really, this is a great program to me. It's a home run and it helps so many people. And especially when I'm talking to people, I think that we, we have a group of people that are underserved that may make some income and they make pretty good money, but they still want to buy their first home. And they're either told they're make too much money or they have too much money saved. And this answers that question and allows them to stay anywhere. I, I, I'm, I'm ready to get more information and partner with you guys. Absolutely. And guys, no, you can't buy land with this product. You got to pay attention, y'all. <laughs> you cannot buy land. Land is not a primary residence. Yeah, land, land is not a house. And land is no, you still, most people are requiring 50% down for land purchase anyway. So land is a completely different beast. So, so Ben, I want to I wanna, uh, rewind a okay. little bit and take it back to 1964 okay. when you became the first black realtor in america can you please explain what like what does that mean right because when you when people hear that they probably don't even really understand what a realtor is okay well let's, let's deal with what a realtor is and what a realtor is not okay um first of all um back in the 40s um we could not become a realtor a realtor is just an organization uh, and the main, the, the biggest thing that a realtor had uh, in, in the 60s and, and, and even in the 50s was MLS, Multiple Listing Service. Okay. Mm -hmm. uh, and they, uh, the reason that uh, they didn't want us as black people in the, uh, uh, in, in, to be part of realtors is because of the uh, segregation that was going on. Uh, realtors played a big part of uh, discrimination and, and um, keeping us from where we would want to buy. Uh, but to answer your question, in 1964, the three of us and most of the audience could not go up to the Board of Realtors and ask for an application to apply as you can today. You can get realtors operated like the good old boy country club mm -hmm. the members had to sponsor you and sponsor you to be a member. 
they filled out a form saying, oh, yeah, Ben's a good old guy. You know, we, 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 we vouch for him and all of that. Well, in 1964, in the middle of uh, the civil rights movement, uh, no one was going to sponsor a 21-year-old black kid. Uh, and I, um, I was fortunate. I was adopted by a Jewish family and raised as a Jew. Mm. Uh, and they found a white guy that would sponsor me. Wow. However, he charged them $5,000 in 1964 to sponsor me. $5,000 in 1964 was a two bedroom, one bath home that wow. you could buy every day in the week. A brand new uh, Ford uh, Mustang you, you could buy for uh, $3,500. Oh. Okay, so uh, my, my uh, father at that time uh, paid him the $5,000. Now, knowing uh, the realtor knew that he was going to be ostracized by his fellow realtors and he was going to be a nigger lover. Oh. And for $5,000, he was willing to become both. Um, and he, my, my dad paid him and that's how I became the first black realtor in America. Wow. Now, uh, once I became the, you know, a realtor, I had to find a place to uh, open my business. Uh, I knew at that time I could not walk into a real estate company and say, uh, I want to release something, uh, especially a commercial building, uh, and uh, get my lease. So I had to handle the lease over the phone. All of the negotiations was handled over the phone. But I had to go and file and, and, and right in front of them and sign the lease. And when I went to sign the lease, uh, they changed their mind. They said uh -huh. that they weren't going to lease it. And fortunately, uh, I mean, I, 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 uh, I just don't take no for an answer. No means that I haven't given you enough reasons to say yes. That's right. So uh, I asked him, I said, is it because I'm black? And he said, yeah. He said, I mean, he was really honest. Uh, yes, I, yes, that's the reason, because I don't want to lose any of my tenants. And I explained to him that these tenants have a business. People have been coming to their business for a while. If they move, they'd have to start all over again. They're not going to, you know, uh, close their business because I happen to be there. Um, and um, he went and talked to his wife, came back next day, and he said, okay. He became one of my best uh, in, uh, in investors. Um, however, the next step was to become um a member of the Chamber of Commerce. Um, and they had this rule that they had to come out and check your property out and make sure that uh, you had a legitimate business. Um, I wanted my business to be totally different. I wanted it to be high class. I wanted it, when you walked into my office, I wanted you to know that you didn't have to worry about anything. We were going to take care of you. So I hired a professional decorator to do my office. And in the 60s, you know, if you look at some of the 60s decorations uh, <laughs> decorated in the 60s, it was red uh, uh, velvet drawback uh, drapes with white uh, shears 
uh, things of that sort. Um, and when the uh, Chamber of Commerce group came over and looked at my place, um, they went back and they sent me a, a letter and said uh, that uh, they denied my application. Um, and I asked them why. Uh, and they said, because we don't think you're going to have a legitimate business. They thought I was going to have a house in Hillary Coop. And uh, I called up my landlord, who uh, now we've become good friends. And he called them and explained to them that I was a legitimate businessman and uh, that I should be a member of the chamber. And uh, next day, I was approved. Mm. From, from that point, I... Uh, uh, started building my company and I built the largest uh, real estate operation uh, uh, in uh, the San Fernando Valley uh, in Los Angeles. Um, I, in 1971, I had uh, four real estate office locations, about 80 uh, agents, and that was unusual at that time, have that many agents. Um, I had an escrow company, a mortgage company, um, and um, 1979, I decided that I had enough. I wanted to do something different. So I sold all my companies and I took the cash and I started buying land and I started building condominiums and homes. Uh, in 1980, I had 76 condominiums under construction. Interest was 11% when I bought oh. money to build them, 21% when I finished building them. Damn. Wow. In those days, there was a loan called a wrap loan. You took a first and a second, you wrapped them together, and now I'm at 18% interest. I sold enough to pay off my construction loan, but I was broke. All my money was tied up in these units. So uh, I uh, borrowed $40,000 from my dad, and I uh, opened up a mortgage brokerage operation. Uh, it was a mortgage broker operation. A year later, I turned it into a mortgage banking operation. A year later, I sold it to a publicly traded company in Atlanta, Georgia, called Johnstown America. They were the largest property management company in the country. They had a mortgage operation, and they asked me to take over the mortgage operation. Uh, I was with them for two and a half years. Uh, in those days, when you sold a, a company, you sold it for stock and cash. Uh, and I sold my stock, added it to my cash, and I bought into a bank in Los Angeles called Western Bank in Westwood, California. Mm -hmm. um, started up a mortgage banking operation for the bank. Ten years later, we sold the bank to U.S. Bank. We all retired. Um, and um, then I uh, decided I needed to do something else. So uh, I started up a company uh, uh, out of one of my bedrooms. Um, and uh, 10 years later, it was the third largest company in the country. It was called West, it was called QC Mac. It was a quality control company for the mortgage industry. Um, and then uh, so that, and then uh, retired again. Uh, and then I, uh, I was a friend of mine who uh, was starting his business, met him when he was 20 years old. His mother, he worked for his mother and his, uh, his mother uh, was one of my clients. And uh, 
he saw me take these companies and build them uh, and sell them. And he asked me to come and help him build his company. I'm retired living in Marina Del Rey at the beach. <laughs> he wanted me to move to Las Vegas to the desert. Uh, but I wasn't married. So I said, okay, let's do it. Uh, and um, next thing you know, we started uh, one company. We built this company called uh, Altera uh, Home Loans, the largest Hispanic company in the country. Um, and um, while we had a board meeting one day, I said, you know, uh, I built my company. I've made my money uh, for myself and my family. Uh, I want to do something for my people. I'm going to start a company and I'm going to leave a legacy. That's um, how the home loans came about. And uh, that was three and a half years ago. We are now the largest company in the country, the largest black company in the country. We have uh, offices in uh, 10 different uh, states um, and we are licensed in 43 states. Um, I am, uh, there's going to be, you know, we make, we have a goal to lend a billion dollars um, by the end of 2023 to black people. And we're going to lend a billion dollars each and every year, billion, billion dollars or more. That's what the B every year uh, to our people thereafter. Uh, coming at the end of the year, uh, I'm happy to say that I have a uh, mint. I have a mentee, uh, a, a protege that I've been uh, working with for the last three years, and he has, like my son, um, and uh, his name is uh, Nick Goucher, and uh, I'm going to step down as the president and stay as a CEO, and he will become the president of the company and run it, um, and uh, I'll sit on the board and uh, also you know, help him uh, do the things that he needs to do to take the company to the, the next level. But uh, uh, we want to make uh, legacy home loans whenever you think in terms of refinancing, uh, buying a new home. Black people, we want to be your lender. And it's, uh, it's all out there. Man. Man, you just man. Man, you just made Mom, me proud. I, I gotta drop some gems in the comment for this story, man. Liz, please drop some gems in the comments because there is oh. so I learned so much. The Woman King starring Viola Davis is an empowering must-see movie. It's the story of the Agoje Army, the all-female unit of warriors who protected the African kingdom of Dahomey with skills and a fierceness unlike anything the world has ever seen. If you're looking for a movie about us that makes you feel proud and empowered, this is the one to go see. Finally, a movie that's capturing the true essence of a black woman's strength and empowering nature. The look on my wife and daughter's faces after they saw the trailer let me know that this is truly a story that needs to be told and that everyone needs to go out and support. It's not often that we get images and characters meant to inspire us and celebrate where we come from. That's why it's so important that we support these incredible and powerful stories so that more stories like this can be told. So please make sure you take all the women in your life of any age to see The Woman King starring Viola Davis exclusively in theaters on September 16th. And I can tell you it's, I got chills because I feel like the, the blessing of being able for, for us to be able to buy and sell real estate and the obstacles you had to consistently overcome in order to buy and sell real estate 
and to build your businesses, like this is history. Like you're you're a walking legend. Yes. You are yes. a living legend. And I'm just so grateful that you shared that story with us because it gives us, I feel like it gives us a sense of pride, but it also, for me, and I think for a lot of our audience, it's like a remembrance of there was, it wasn't too long ago, but we couldn't operate the way we operate. So let's be grateful for the opportunity to serve our community as real estate professionals, as mortgage professionals. When someone had, you had to pay to become a realtor, like pay somebody to put your name in the bucket. For us, we can just walk up and pay a fee and join. We are in different times. We need to be so grateful for these times and come from a position of servitude. So thank you, Ben. Like, just thank you. Yeah, absolutely. I'm curious to know. I'm curious to know, Ben, the the what you just I mean, everything you just said was just mind blown, right? But if it was that difficult for you to be a licensed professional to get access to MLS, you had to get sponsored and go through all these hoops. What was it like in those times for black people to even buy a house? Well, I mean, you know, there were restrictions. There were deed restrictions built right into the deed that says uh, you, if you're not of a white Caucasian race, you couldn't live there. Mm. Uh, and that was right in, uh, in, in the deed. Uh, so you couldn't, and it, it was legal for, you know, so you couldn't do it. It was, it was difficult. Uh, but, you know, I don't believe, as I told you, no doesn't mean no. No means that you, I haven't given you enough information for you to say yes. I, that's my life. That's, that's what I believe in. And I, I believe that there's absolutely nothing in the world that I can't do uh, if I put my mind to it. And, and it's the same thing with everybody should feel that same way, that there's nothing you, there's absolutely nothing you can't do. I don't care. You know, I mean, I was, I was born in a uh, 600 square foot shack sitting on four concrete blocks, uh, no indoor plumbing um, and a pot belly stove in, in the living room to heat the house. Uh, five, uh, five of us, four kids, myself, five of us, my mother and father, and uh, in a Remember now, six hundred square feet. That's a little bit of big, a little larger than a two-bed. I mean, a two-car garage. Mm -hmm. No indoor plumbing. Had to walk to uh, about a mile up a hill uh, to a pump to get water to drink. Mm. But what motivated me was a kid that played with us. He lived at the top of the hill. His parents were educators. Mother was a teacher. His father was a principal. They lived in a brick house with running water, with a fireplace. Mm. And I mean, today, I mean, that was my motivation. I, I said, this is how I want to live. Uh, I, I don't want to live like I do down at the bottom of the hill. I want to live like this. And eventually I was able to buy that house. Mm. Wow. <laughs> Gems. See, that's a gem. See, that's how that's the that's the ultimate. Like, let me tell you, I'm gonna go back and I'm going to buy that property. That's so admirable, Ben. And when you think about your, your company legacy home loans, right? And you think about what you're contributing to our community, um, what is your vision for the company? Could you tell us more about your vision and how people can patronize your business? Well, I mean, that's that's easy. Uh, 
go on our website and you'll see who we are. Unapologetically, we are black. Unapologetically. We're the only company that I know that has uh, our mission statement that says that's who we serve. That's, that, that's, that's our business. That's who we serve. We want to be the largest mortgage banking company, one of the largest mortgage banking companies in the country that just happens to be black owned. Mm. Mm. All right. We're coming up. We're on an hour now, Ben. I know you're a very busy man, um, but I want, I want to ask you one final question, right? <clears throat> you know, the younger, like we, we hear your story, we hear legacy, we hear what it was like for blacks, both trying to become a homeowner and also become a professional in the sixties. Um, what, what words of wisdom can you give our audience to people who are watching it live People are going to watch it on a replay about buying a home in today's market, right? Should they wait? Should they should they buy? Um, a recession is coming. I mean, you've been through so many cycles, you know, in the, in the marketplace. I mean, you told a story from you got 18 percent interest rates, you know, back in the early 80s. Right. And people complaining about a 6 percent and saying it's too high. But that's a whole different story. right? But I want you, you know, leave us with some wisdom about buying real estate in today's market you must buy home to get started and you know now you can't wait a year and say i'm gonna wait till the rates go down if you're renting a home you're paying a hundred percent interest 100 mm. percent interest okay what is six percent interest to pay if you're paying a hundred percent interest I, I don't even want people to say, well, the interest rates are 6%. I don't want to buy it. And they're renting. Um, so you've got to get into the game. And the best way to do that is to get in now. It doesn't matter what time it is. It doesn't matter what month it is. It doesn't matter what year it is. You've got to, in order for you to start building wealth and leaving legacies for your family, you've got to get into the game. Buy a home now. Buy, a, buy that one home. Uh, let it get some equity. Take the equity, buy another home, let the equity grow, continue to buy, buy and buy. Um, you, you've got to be, that's the only way to, to do it. That's how you build wealth. And most of the people that I know that are wealthy, they built their wealth through real estate. There you have it, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. Ben Slayton, we really appreciate your time today. Um, tell the people how they can they can get in contact with um legacy if they want to take advantage of this close the gap program all right two ways you can go on the internet and go to our website which is www.myhomelegacy.com and you'll see all of our beautiful faces on on, on there uh, and um, or and, and it says apply now and if you're not quite ready to apply now and go to the very bottom of the, of the website and uh, you can say, stay, you know, I want just some additional information. Okay. Or you can call direct. And I, I, I'm, I'm a little afraid to give you my number from what, what, what happens. I, I, I don't, I don't think you should give the number. <laughs> <laughs> they, they need to go to the website. And press like, the go to the website. Like, cause if you give the number, it's going to go, you're not going to get no sleep. At like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, let them contact your mortgage. Yeah. Okay, but there, there is a, there's a toll free number at the top of the website. 
just just go there, call that number, uh, uh, or you know, if you're ready now. Usually, people are are in three different groups. There's a group, say a third of a group, is ready right now. They have the money, and have if the credit's ready, they can buy. And then there's people that need a little credit work. Within six months, they're ready to buy. And then there are people within a year they can have. There's absolutely very, very few people that cannot be ready to buy within one year. Love it. Mr. Ben Slayton, thank you for your time. We really appreciate you today. Shout out to Nick Gucci, my brother. Um, congratulations on, on stepping up the ladder, man. Um, shout out to Nick and shout out to the whole Legacy Home Loan family, man. We really appreciate you guys um, and appreciate you, Ben, for coming on the show today. All right, thank you. Thank you very much for uh, inviting me. I appreciate it. Thank you, Ben. It was, it's been a great conversation. Um, everybody that is here, if you're in the comments, you know, drop some gems, make sure you follow, go to the website, follow his page on social media, Legacy Home Loans. Let's make sure that he receives the recognition that he deserves for what he has contributed to the real estate industry. We are greatly in, in debt to you. Like when we talk about he, if, there, if anybody ran so we can walk, that's Ben. Absolutely. Absolutely. Thank you for your service, Ben. Thank you. Have a good one. Man. He was lit. <laughs> What's his number, man? I want his phone number. Send it. Send me his number. <laughs> I, I got. You. I got you. I got you. I, I want to partner with him. No, nah, that, that was awesome. Look, guys, hit the like button. Throw some gems in the comments. Um, this was an amazing, amazing episode. Yeah, I mean everything that he was speaking about, from the program to his journey. Most importantly, his journey. His I program, thought. the program, and the journey. It's like. We just got to remember what a privilege it is for us to operate in the space that we're in. Absolutely. That's what that's what it's about. And he and he just he's a businessman. You can feel it. He is a businessman. And he, for him to create and sell multiple businesses and continue to create and sell multiple businesses. And now he's created this business after being a part of many different industries and many different races. And he came back for his people and was bold enough to say, this is for my people, he deserves- All the flowers. Absolutely. Because there's a lot of people that are afraid to say it. Absolutely. This, this was phenomenal. I don't even think we need to say anything more about this I don't episode. know what else we can say. I mean, his story was like, it's like watch, it's like listening to his it, it, it sent me, chill. it gave me chills. Like, Wait a minute. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, and I just feel like for all of us, we should be inspired. The professionals- People that are real estate professionals and mortgage mortgage professionals should be inspired to serve our communities more. And those that do not own any real estate and you're looking to own, you should be inspired by his story and also look at these programs and look at them as a way to help you and not as a way that we're trying, that nobody's trying to scam you, trying to help you get your first property. That's what I see from it. Absolutely. Every mortgage is a tool. You guys hear me say this all the time. Every mortgage is a tool. Not every mortgage is going to be for you. Everybody's in a different situation. Stop thinking everything's a scam. Stop thinking everything's conspiracy theory. You know, use the tools that's available to us because not too long ago, our people couldn't even buy homes. Mm -hmm. Like he said, they had. it was on the deeds. It was legal. You can't live here if you're black, period. So take advantage of these opportunities that we have. And we're still knocking down 
all these racial doors and everything like that. So we got to continue to push um, ownership in our communities, whether it's real estate, whether it's businesses, you know, ownership, not owning Jordans, not owning drip, not owning jewelry. Drip with your house. Make like your home your house got to be the drip. Your investments got to be the drip. Your assets got to be your drip. It's always assets over liabilities. This is the lifestyle that we have the opportunity to live because of people like Mr. Ben Slayton. Absolutely. Amazing. Incredible episode. You guys go to our pages, go to the website. He shared the website. He shared about the program. So if you missed the beginning of this episode, you need to go back and watch the replay so you can get all the information. It's very black and white. Um, the no income limits was really attractive to me. Um, being able to only put 1% down and live anywhere was very attractive to me. And for those that are looking for some agents in the Metro Atlanta area, better believe that Watson Realty Co. will be partnering with Legacy Home Loans and offering this to our first time home buyers. Um, I'm excited about this program. I haven't been excited about a program like this since the Georgia Dream was giving out $15,000 six years ago. No, I'm, definitely, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm definitely, definitely excited about this. And look, and look, guys, you guys know I do mortgages, right? I, I close deals. And when Nick reached out to me, that's my guy. And I say, you know what? Let's set this up for he. As soon as the article came out on Black Enterprise, I say, yo, can we get this interview for Wednesday Rants and Gems? Because it's not about what business I can get from it. It's not about me. And this is, I want y'all to really understand because a lot of y'all in the comments be saying some stupid ish to us. Like, oh, y'all biased because you're a realtor or, or a loan officer. I did not have to have been on here. I did yeah. not have to talk to about this. I didn't have to give you guys this information. I could have let you find it on your own. But I'm trying to show you guys with my work that I'm about you. Absolutely. I want you guys to win. Whether I make a penny off this or not, this ain't it's about me. It, and, and it's really exposure. And I think that we have to recognize our platforms are we're meant to, to highlight things that are really amazing happening out here. We can't service every state. And, th and this is a like this is a whole entire mortgage company. And you have a mortgage company, right? Mm -hmm. But what we're, what we're doing is we're putting you in a position where you can work with any real estate agent, but you have the information to take them with a pre-approval in hand saying, Absolutely. listen, I got this program and I know I can close in 27 days and I only got to put 1% down represent me because I got my loan. And that's the part that is important. You choose who you want, but now you don't have to depend on someone else to tell you what's available to you. You just watched an interview telling you what they can do. And we ask the questions that we know you guys wanted to know. Absolutely. And if you choose to work with us, it's a cherry on top. But again, we help a lot of people directly, but we, we our goal is to help millions of people that look like us get into real estate, whether it's from the home ownership perspective or the investing perspective, but we want to do both of them, right? Yeah. We want to, we want to own where we live and we want to rent out and make money on our investments at the same time. So look, that's all I got for y'all tonight. This was a great episode. Incredible. Um, I'm full. I'm Me good. <laughs> I'm, I'm good. Incredible episode. I really have nothing else to say, but look it up. You guys do your own research, find your loan officer, follow his page, go to his website, get the information you need. And like he said, don't worry, stop worrying about the interest rates because if you are renting, you're already paying the highest interest rate. Affordability is different than eligibility. Make sure you you you, you can afford whatever you're going to buy. Doesn't matter what it is. Homes, cars, life, investments, 
<laughs> you know what I mean? Everything. But all right, that's all we got for y'all. We out of here. Make sure you like, comment, share, subscribe. Go over to the audio. Go over to YouTube. I mean, not YouTube. Go to Apple, Spotify, wherever you listen to your audio. Make sure you leave a review. Um, buy Kiana's programs. Buy my book and my programs. Join EYL University, Agent Tools for Success, all that good stuff. And if you want to advertise with Ransom Gems, email Jordana at ransomgems.com. And shout Please. out to Jordana. She was looking real good at the Emmys. Oh, shout out to Jordana for getting that <laughs> Emmy nomination. Hold on. Let's give Jordana her flowers because we got a producer that works for Ransom Gems that's Emmy nominated several times, just so you know, guys. We're right. professionals. We got professionals working for us. <laughs> that is a fact. <laughs> All right, y'all. We out of here. Matt Garland, NMLS number 58700, better known as MG the Mortgage Guy. And I'm Kiana Watson, license number 317576, broker extraordinaire. And thank you guys for coming to another incredible episode of the Rants and Gym Show. Peace. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun... Yeah, you get it every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.